subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. This is like catching a big brown trout on the White River. I've always wanted this. Give me the hogs, Chuck. Hey, welcome in. Glad you're here. It's a new week on the Give Me the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Biker Realtors, the Griffin Company. 40 days until the Razorbacks open their football season. But less than two weeks until preseason camp begins. So it really is right around the corner. We put media days to bed, at least to an extent. We're going to talk a little more about it today. But it's come and gone, I guess is what I should say on that. And over the course of the next couple of weeks, people will begin to wrap up their vacations and the attention will turn to college football as preseason camps begin. Now, I do want to revisit a little bit about what happened last week in Nashville. We were just recording the weekend edition of the podcast when the preseason all-conference team was announced, at least the media version, and the preseason poll was announced. So we were kind of catching it at first blush, if you want to use that term. And so our reactions were, were such, you know, we were reacting to news that we just heard, we just read about. And it took a day or two maybe to delve through all this and see what it really means. Now, Arkansas was picked fifth in the West. Alabama was picked to win it. LSU second, A&M third, Ole Miss fourth, the Razorbacks, Auburn, Mississippi State. By the way, Mississippi State picked in the basement for the ninth time in the last 12 years. But um, not terribly surprised there. A little bit surprised by who got first place votes. Alabama got 165 first place votes. LSU got 117. No surprise there. Auburn got four. Arkansas got three. A&M got one. Mississippi State got one. Over in the Eastern Division, Georgia got the lion's share, 265. Tennessee got 14. South Carolina, three. Kentucky, one. Neither Florida nor Missouri picked up any. And then Vanderbilt picked up eight first-place votes. Now, they still scored seventh in the overall preseason poll, but they scored eight first-place votes. What in the world were these people thinking? In my mind, and admittedly, I'm an old-school guy, in my mind, it made a mockery of the whole thing. This is not about the media having fun, trying to be funny, trying to do things that go against the norm. That's kind of what it's turned into. Phil Elson talked about this Friday on halftime, and again, he was kind of reacting initially. He had a little more time to digest than we did. He went through the numbers, and his reaction to all this really sums it up better than I can. So we're going to begin right there on the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. All right, all right. Vanderbilt got eight first-place votes in the SEC preseason poll. Ball this thing up, throw it in the garbage, shred it before you do it. That's how it goes. Throw it away because Vanderbilt got the fourth most first-place votes and this poll might not matter. 
It's just a year since Clark Lee said he was going to have Vanderbilt as the best football program in the country, and apparently there's eight people that joined him. Say, yeah, you know what? Wow. I'm, sell- I'm buying what you're selling. Either that, or everybody just wants to have a sense of humor about this whole thing, and we know what preseason polls matter anyway. I mean, the, 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 this is what it all led to. This is what SEC media days led to. And I think another aspect of this whole week, which was interesting to me, is how the week was kind of bookended by Greg Sankey basically petitioning publicly Congress to help fix NIL laws. I know that they, they lobbied about a month ago about that. And then there's a proposal that comes out from the Senate on Thursday. That also felt like that's what SEC Media Days was about, too. I don't know that I could have said it better myself. The bottom line is I think he was exactly right. I've seen this happen over the years. Talked about this some on the Morning Rush today. I've seen Media Days evolve from what was basically a a two-and-a-half-day event in downtown Birmingham, the old Jefferson County Civic Center, whatever they call it. I can remember it beginning there and evolving to what it is today, which is basically a week-long pep rally. And they will credential basically anyone who's a media type. Now, to me, media types and legit media members are different. Media types vote Vanderbilt number one in the East. They're not legit. And what they don't understand at such a youthful age is moments like this make it certain that they will probably never be viewed as legit. Uh, Things like this follow you around is the bottom line. But um, I was surprised by all that. And I think Phil's comments were right on point. This is not an event about the media. Now, again, the SEC really has, its only, really has only itself to blame on this because they credential way too many people, and they do turn it into a pep rally. But, um, you know, it does kind of make you wonder. You know, it kind of makes you wonder how skewed polls are. Uh, it gives you a pretty good idea about why these polls are generally wrong. But um, at any rate, that was kind of what I took away from it all. I hate to sound like a grumpy old man, but I know I'm right on this. And I know Phil was right on it as well. And um, if media folks wonder why sometimes they're not taken seriously, this is why. Because uh, when you vote Vanderbilt to win the Eastern Division, nobody's going to view you as a serious journalist. Nobody's going to view you as a serious analyst of what's happening in the SEC. All right, we'll move on. But first, I want to talk about my friends at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. If you are a buyer or a seller, that's the name you need to remember. It's really the only name you need to remember. What I can tell you about is my experience. I partnered with them to buy. I partnered with them to sell. It's different. Each time it's different. But what you get when you partner with with an agent from Weicker Realtors, a Griffin company, is someone who's better trained than anybody else. Nobody's got a better training program than Weicker. I can promise you that. And with that training, combined with the fact that, hey, this is a full-time gig. This is what they do every day. This is what they're trained to do. They understand the market. You're going to get the best representation, whether you're a buyer or a seller. That was my experience, and I I feel pretty confident in saying it'll be yours as well. They've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith, servicing Missouri now from a new office in Branson. And you can always log on to WeikerGriffin.com. You know you're the best, Chuck. I'm just telling you.
Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. For your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey everybody, now that we're in the thick of summer, you might be looking to lose a little weight, get that lake body ready, that river body, whatever body you're trying to get going this summer. You can do that with Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. It can help you fuel up fast and it's quick and it's easy. Plus, no one has time to cook in the summer. We're off going on vacation. We're helping out with the kids. This, again, helps skip that trip to the grocery store, the prepping, the cleaning, all that in just one quick meal. It's fresh, it's never frozen, and it's ready in just two minutes. All you have to do is heat and eat. And again, this is awesome premium ready-to-eat meals. 34-plus options. Listen to some of these. Bruschetta shrimp risotto, green goddess chicken, grilled steakhouse filet mignon, and again, ready in just two minutes. So whether it's for lunch, you're just doing it on the go, or you're just trying to be calorie conscientious this summer, you can do it with Factor, plus 30 grams of protein each meal with each serving. Again, all these different flavor-packed options, keto, calorie-smart, vegan, veggie, whatever you're looking for, you can do it with Factor. Plus, there's about 45-plus add-ons as well, including breakfast items. Don't forget about that as well. 100% is what you're going to get with Factor. This July, take advantage and get order Factor two minutes, no less. Head to factormeals.com. Again, F-A-C-T-O-R meals.com and enter the code slash HTL50. Again, factormeals.com slash HTL50 and use that code HTL50 to get 50% off your order. Again, 50% off your order this July. That's again, HTL50. HTL 50, 50% off your meal for Factor. And again, that is August as well. You're going to get in both July and August, 50% off. Just use the code HTL 50. Try Factor today. Again, factormeals.com slash HTL 50. You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curd Realtors, the Griffin Company. All right, let's stay with football for a minute. I want to uh, follow up on some of the stuff that was talked about last week in Nashville, specifically the Razorbacks, their offense, their quarterback, their new coordinator. It's become a tired refrain. I know they've been asked about it at least 100 times. What's it like with Dan Enos? What's the relationship between Dan Enos and K.J. Jefferson? And while it is, uh, while it is an easy question, while it is low-hanging fruit, it is also a legit question. Sam Pittman was asked about it many times. I want to rehash a little bit on this. This is what he had to say about his quarterback and really the quarterback room. His extra study off the field has gone through the roof. I think he believes in Dan. I know Dan believes in him as well as I do. I think it's going to be his best season he's had. You know, whether we run
on him quite as much as we have in the past, I, I, I don't know that. Maybe we throw the ball a little bit more than with him carrying it. We have to keep him healthy. Obviously, we have Jacoby Criswell and Cade Fortin behind him, but he's one for a reason. So I think he's going to be very active, but he's probably going to throw the ball a little bit more than what he has in the past. I've said this before, and I'm sure I'll say it again. They all want to be coached, and great players want to be coached hard. You know, I'm sure KJ, being a student of his business, I'm sure I'm sure KJ is well aware of what happened with Jalen Hurts down there in Alabama when Enos was there, and Hurts' development, and what Jalen Hurts is doing now, and what he's done since he left, and all the good things that have happened to him. You know, all these guys want to get better. And when Coach Pittman talks about his off-the-field study being off the charts, as he put it, um, that's a good sign to me. Because I remember when Dan Enos was here, and I know that's a big part of the way he tutors the position. KJ's going to have to be solid in that area, and it sounds like he is. This was also the head coach talking about Enos, why he hired him, what he brings to the table. Let's listen to that. I feel like at that position, you need someone that understands the SEC. I thought Dan was as good a play caller as I've ever worked with, and Lord knows I've had a gazillion jobs. I knew he was loyal. I knew he was a good person, and I knew he was a developer of quarterbacks, and we've got him. And actually, Criswell coming up behind him, we've, we've got him now. So we need a guy that's able to develop. And Dan Enos was loyal to me, and I worked for him back then, you know, in 15. But we had over 6,000 yards on offense. We've done it three times. Dan was the coordinator one of the times we did that. So, very loyal, very smart man. Excited to have him. I know this. If I was an offensive coordinator and I was taking a new job, the thing that would excite me most is I've got a veteran quarterback and I've got a player with the abilities that K.J. Jefferson has. But more than anything, I'd be excited about the fact that I was working with a veteran quarterback. A guy who's been around the block. And, you know, I'm not saying every offensive coordinator has this luxury, but if you've got your pick of jobs, you're going to go to the place where you've got the chance for the most immediate success. And generally speaking, that place is with the most experienced quarterback. Not always, but I'm speaking generally here. Now, you may have a generational guy as a freshman, and you know he's going to be the next Cam Newton, and you want to go coach that guy. But oftentimes, if you had your pick, and I'm not saying he did, but if you do, you go with the most experienced hand. And, you know, I think it's interesting that Coach Pittman talked about there how, you know, he worked for Dan Enos. You know, Dan Enos was the OC when Coach Pittman was the offensive line coach. And while they all worked for Brett Bielema, you know, Pittman reported to the OC. And it was the O.C.'s offense, and it was Pittman's job to work his group within that. And they did that. They developed trust. I don't think it should be lost in all of this. But as we've discussed before, Sam Pittman's never let his ego get in the the way of a good football decision. I've never one time gotten the impression that his ego came first. Don't discount the fact that You know, he's hiring someone to work for him that he once worked for. I think that speaks volumes about the way they feel about one another. Now, whether or not that's going to add up to 10 wins, I don't know. Whether or not it's going to add up to 8 or 9 or 11 or 12, I have no earthly idea. But I do know that 
that's a big part of the reason they're together. And that's the reason they believe in one another. And Sam Pittman thinks Dan Eno's going to make his offense better, make his quarterback better, make his football team better. I think he's right. We'll see. But I know this, that you've got two very experienced hands at quarterback and at OC, and most of the time that's going to add up to some pretty good numbers. Speaking of numbers, if you've not downloaded the Bet Saracen app, now's about time. Football season's right around the corner. If you log on, if you've downloaded it, you know there are already numbers out for the first week of the football season. And there's a lot happening between now and then. And if you're one of those people that likes to make a wager on the game you're watching, on your favorite team, whatever, the Bet Saracen app is where you need to be. It is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app, and it is Vegas, Arkansas style. You're going to find a lot of prop bets involving former Razorbacks. You'll be amazed at what they have at the Bet Saracen app. If you like to put down a little wager, again, I'm telling you, this is the spot for you. If you've not downloaded the Bet Saracen app, you need to do so now. They've got a how to play video. Arkansas's favorite sports betting app is the Bet Saracen app. A couple of baseball notes before we go. Scott Rowland inducted into the Baseball Hall of Fame over the weekend along with Fred McGriff and former Razorback Isaiah Campbell notching his first win. As a big leaguer, the Seattle Mariners. I don't know how many of you have been paying attention. He was called up. Then he was sent down. He was actually sent down to the Travelers in Little Rock, their double-A team. Then they called him back up on Saturday. He pitched, I guess it was yesterday. He sort of vulched a win, as the baseball guys term. And he came in with one out in the seventh inning. Gave up a run-scoring single, but that run was charged to the previous pitcher. He had the bases loaded at that point, got a ground ball out to get out of the inning. They're down 7-4 to four at that point. Then the M's come to the plate, and they score five runs. They go up 9-7. to seven. They hold on to win 9-8. to eight. And lo and behold, Isaiah Campbell's got a big league win. So good for him. M's are good. And hopefully he'll be part of their stretch drive. And, uh, you know, his dreams are coming true right now. And I'm sure he enjoyed getting that baseball from that first big league win. All right, the new week's underway. I know it's going to be an eventful week by the time it's over. We'll be back on Wednesday. We'll catch up then. Hope you'll make plans to be around until the middle of the week. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.